Hello, you are listening to Or So They Say, the podcast where two sisters travel small town America one ghostly tale at a time. I'm Kelsey. And I'm Megan. What are you? And there oh, is a fly in there here. There is a big fly. I, your eyes got so big. I got scared. Well, it caught my eye. Like, what? see, it wasn't there. And then all of a sudden it was above your head and it startled me. That is a really big fly. Hi, Atticus. <laughs> Atticus Malachi. Oh, my God. Things that will never leave you. Things that haunt you from middle school. Sometimes they're good things. Why did like why a fly. are we so awkward? I, I don't, we were not. This might come as a shock to some of you, but we weren't very popular in middle school. <laughs> uh, we had a small group of friends. I don't know. We would hang out at a pizza place right across the street from our middle school uh-huh. because like one of our friend's sisters worked there and there was a like i mean it's a it's it's a small town pizza place i don't know what to say the doors open and close flies get in it happens right we named one atticus malachi one time for unknown reasons <laughs> it's been how many 20 years 20 Ew. plus years and we're still yeah. like and still anytime i see a fly I, I was convinced years later that genuinely i know their lifespan is like two seconds but i was <laughs> convinced because i was like because i said atticus and it stopped and went and so oh. i was like super convinced that atticus is still alive and he's immortal oh my god so yeah so atticus is here with us atticus also. we have a yeah we have a guest with us today atticus malachi <laughs> say hello he says Thank hi. You. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> he said hello. <laughs> All right. Yeah, the buzzing in the background also was not him. It said it was 105 degrees in my car the other day. So if you hear the air in the background, I really don't care at this point. Uh, yeah. I'm so sick of like stepping outside and my breath being taken away. So mm-hmm. I'm just going to cry about the you know energy bill later just sweating sitting still or sitting up i guess standing up sitting down yeah and i think i told you guys what my cats lovingly broke one of my dining room windows so that helped you know energy costs thanks guys that's good yeah anyway hi welcome back we're back we're here we're more than halfway through the year i'm sorry to introduce it like that but why would (sighs) next month is august I know. Like what? We just started July. Do you know how I know? Because it's the first Thursday. Oh, there. <laughs> yeah. I guess there we go. I'm just thinking about how time is an illusion. Ugh. That's usually what's at the back of my mind. I've already told you my child's going to be two months old here shortly, which is gross. <laughs> what in the world? In a nice way, it's gross. Yeah, man. We got now another pig. guest speaker, Piggy, headbutting the mic stand. Hi. I'm going to try to corral her the best I can. <laughs> you do your best. Okay, so first Thursday of the month, we're back with a location that we've been... She, she is really determined. Please. I'm not cutting any of this. This Ma'am. is raw footage. Goodbye. <laughs> I love you. Goodbye. Jeez. She's just very needy. Me too. Yes. So, first Thursday. Visited location. We went somewhere. We did it. We did it, and we'll do it again. And you can't stop Stop us. us. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) So this week, this month, we we will be candid with you. This is a really, in a good way. Hopefully, I it's it was very interesting to us. Mm -hmm. This is a very there is a lot happening at this quote unquote location that we went to. Uh So we have decided that we think we are going to break this up into two parts. Indeed, yes. Yes, yeah, sorry. We're There's sorry. Just way too much 
and we'll get there, but we almost can't do it justice. I would hate to, you know, try to cram it all into one episode. Right. So this one's going to be a lot of history and info, but it's, it's interesting history. No, it's definitely interesting. And the reason being is our location this month is not like a cemetery or a jail or a church or a blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. It is an entire town. Yeah. The entire town. And when I tell you, like, I'll just, we went to Alton, Illinois. Mm Mm-hmm. We were not ready for how much they embrace their haunted history. No, that's the thing is like in all of our research up until now, Alton may have come across our radars a couple times. Not enough that we like really took note of it, Mm -hmm. except for this time we did. I don't know why. And it, it, well, actually, no, Alton came across because we'll get there but the mcpike mansion is there yes which we might have mentioned on here before we've wanted to go in the past Mm -hmm. but that in addition to other things and we're like oh this sounds really good we're gonna go it said something about like the owners of this little shop really embraced like the haunted happenings we're like cool we can talk to them little did we know we get there and like every sign at every business is like ask us about our hauntings like talk yeah. about paranormal tours and investigations of like the entire town mm-hmm. yeah it was jarring i just said Does, what what like we had to stop because there's a sign on the sidewalk that's like paranormal tours ask about ghost stories and i'm like what hello yeah Mm -hmm. So we went with a specific place in mind and then we're sort of, uh, you know, bombarded in a good way. Yeah. With a ton of other places. (laughs) So for our sake, for your sake, hopefully to everybody's enjoyment, Mm -hmm. we will be making this two parts. Yes. Because there's just too much to go through. But we're going to we're going to keep it fun, guys. Yeah. Don't fret. You, <laughs> you will get haunted stuff still. Just our haunted stuff is yeah. coming later. In doses. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to talk about uh, a little bit of the demographics and the history of the city itself. And then Kelsey's going to dive in a little bit deeper into specific places for you. Mm-hmm. So the first thing we have started covering, which I like, it kind of gives you an idea of the town itself, what you're dealing with, I guess, is the demographics of Alton. Now, this is a a big-ish. It's definitely not as big as our city where we live, but it's... Because I think it's considered a town. On the bigger end of small town, it is a population of about 25-ish thousand people. I feel that. And that's as of 2020. Makes sense. If you check the Alton website now, it says about 28,000, which is surprising because looking at their population growth over the years since the city was essentially established, uh, they had nice growth up until about the 1960s, and then it has been on a steady decline every year since. They have not really... Well, every decade, I should say, not looking at individual years. Mm. They've been on a decline. I can kind of see that. Yeah, I was a little surprised just because Illinois is a more progressive state than other yeah. states. And Alton was a very progressive Yeah, it was not an except town, I guess. Yeah. Well, 
I, I'll go ahead and say it now because it's not really, it's experience, but it's relevant mm-hmm. that, yeah, Illinois is pretty progressive. I mean, we were standing in a shop and someone said, like, he just kind of sniffed there. He's like, well, someone's either smoking weed or burning sage, but either way, I don't really care. And yeah. he's like, it's completely legal here. Everyone just smokes out in public, whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, there's rainbow flags on the sidewalk. But also next to the rundown gun pawn shop thing. And not that pawn shops make it less progressive, but like it is so weird because in the small businesses, you get the progressive vibe mm-hmm. on the streets. It's Honestly, not as it looks pretty rough. It looks pretty rough on the outside. And that's yeah. part of why I think I'm not super surprised at the decline mm-hmm. because had it- I not seen rainbow flags, I don't know if I would have felt near as welcome there. Right. Yeah, that one building we definitely felt safe in. There was a lot yeah. of welcoming, a lot of good vibes there. But yeah, the town itself, just just looking at it when you first arrive, very industrial looking. It feels very, yeah, very industrial, very cold, with the exception of like, you know, the rainbow flags everywhere mm-hmm. for some reason. Alton is right on the state line of Illinois and Missouri. So you just take the bridge and boop, you're in you're in Missouri. Yeah, like low key on our trip, we hit three states in one day mm-hmm. <laughs> in yeah. a matter of an hour. Yeah, well, a few hours, a couple hours. Okay, fine, whatever, but uh, well, whatever. Yeah, the so being on the river, you're going to expect a lot of... I think you should expect an industrial type feel just because you're going to have that um, traffic. You know, you've got the the interstates right there and you've got the river traffic and it's I feel like it should just be expected for the most part on the Mississippi, no less. Especially since you'll learn about this. This town was kind of founded because of the river right there that that makes sense to me but let's get back to a little uh some more demographics of this town now here's the the breakdown of race if you're you're ready for it i was a little shocked by the numbers especially with it being and we're talking 20 plus thousand people i'm just gonna guess white but go on yeah 69.8 per nine percent white and i'm willing to bet in the neighborhood we were in was like 99%. I didn't see like anybody. I think I saw like two people of color. Well, not that no, I'm not saying that's a I bad thing for this area, but I don't know. I thought, I mean, whatever, but overall the town itself 69% white, 24.3% black or African American, 4.6% two or more races, and then 0.6% other race. Point four percent asian 0.05 native american and zero percent native hawaiian or pacific islander i'm a a little shocked at the native american number being 0.05 true and it could just be i feel like driving to alton we hit a certain point in illinois where everything seemed my goodness sorry (laughs) everything seemed to kind of it was like named after native american tribes or native american people and like notable people it i don't know i think i just expected it to be higher well not to be you know dark about it Mm. but the two or more races thing 
How does it break down? And let's go ahead and look at history. How many true Native American, like, peoples peoples are there Mm -hmm. that are not two or more? Yeah. Yeah, I guess. I guess. I don't know. I do... It is what it is. Thanks for bringing it down a notch. American <laughs> history, that's what it does. Anyway, <laughs> the median age of this town is 38.1. Uh, I would have thought lower, truthfully. Really? Yeah. How so? I didn't there's because no of what's across there. the river. Well, I, I because guess. what is across the river, literally right across the river from Alton, Illinois, is St. Louis, Missouri. Mm-hmm. And it's undeniable that younger peoples are going to larger hubs, such as, you know, Indianapolis, St. Louis, Denver, like even in Texas, freaking whatever, Austin is a safe space. Mm-hmm. But we can't, we can't afford that price tag. But you know what you can afford with different taxes? Illinois, across the street. Oh, well, that's true. Okay. And... More things are legal in Illinois, so I don't know. I like to me, I would think it would be cheaper for cost of living purposes, or cheaper, right. younger. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for coming mm. to my TED talk. Well, and the uh, the uh, gender is a little skewed. It's more female than male. It's also surprising for no reason. Fifty-two point one percent female and forty-seven point nine percent male. Actually, super surprising given what you said. It looks and feels like very much an industrial town and not to play into stereotypes but yeah. again it is what it is and you think it'd be a bigger male population yes yeah it's not not huh. really no and there were other numbers i didn't write down but like homeowners and then female homeowners versus male homeowners and things like that it's just very female driven over there i say very it's just slightly more than male <laughs> wonderful wonderful the uh, home, the median home or property value in this town. I don't know. I think you're going to be surprised by that. You're probably going to be surprised by most of these numbers. The median property value as of 2019 was 79,900. God, I should have gone with my gut in my soul. I wanted mm-hmm. to say 75, but then I feel like one time you were like, no idiot and said like <laughs> something in the hundred thousand. So I wanted to say a hundred and ten thousand, but whatever. Yeah, well, it, yeah, because you, like, more than doubled, I think. You're like, it's got to be a million. And I said, it's 20000 <laughs> something like that. <laughs> I don't remember. The median household income is about 40000 That's low on the average, isn't it? Yeah, that's household income. So that is low. That's oh. everyone in your home bringing in money is 40000 Good news and bad news about Alton. Lots of small businesses the end (laughs) it was there's a lot of um yeah the small business the just own mom and pop shops kind of uh not a lot of name brand things with the exception of like a mcdonald's and a taco bell Mm -hmm. everything is like you're only gonna find it in alton yeah and there were i a lot of pawn shops and firearm stores in a very small area that the small area like that in we, the few block radius yeah that we started in it i was like mm, what yeah there's a lot going on here anyway now i'm going to move on to the history of the city 
for the most part. Just as as much as I can cover, and I don't want to step on your toes too much. So right. I'm going to do. get to my <laughs> no so sorry this is where i would put elevator music or something I'm sorry. If, if i felt like it but i don't you know what i don't feel like it we all get to sit in the awkward silence yeah and the air kicked off too so now i feel yeah, like, so now it's like extremely really... loud for some reason <laughs> i think this is the first time in days the air's kicked off i'm genuinely surprised wow since it's a balmy 82 degrees outside right now yeah anyway so the to give you an idea of the town i know we said it's industrial which it really is there's a lot of commercial buildings and these mill looking things yeah. i don't really know how Grain to explain mill, it smokestack blah blah things but there is also residential right like smack dab in the middle of all this too and many of the houses built in alton were built in the victorian queen anne style that tracks Mm -hmm. they represent the prosperous period in the river city's history at the top of the hill in the commercial area there are several stone churches a fine city hall and the uh, oh it, it represents the wealth of the river traffic when the city was booming if you will I guess. And that makes sense because I remember when we were driving through, I was pointing. I was like, ooh, that's a cool house. Ooh, look at that house. Look at that. Mm -hmm. And the streets are all brick. And Oh, here's what I was looking for. This area was a large commercial center for agricultural uh, goods, moving things like that across the river. Makes sense. Yeah. So, I mean, it's still, even though it looks industrial, it's still Illinois. It's our neighbors. We know there's corn. We know there's beans. It's out there (laughs) somewhere. And it also overlooks the Mississippi River. That's the river that runs right there. The Alton area was home to Native Americans for thousands of years before the 19th century founding by European Americans, of course. Yay. Historic accounts indicate the occupation of this area by the, oh, here we go, Eleniwek or the Illinois Confederacy at the time of the European contact. I don't know if I've said that right or not. I'm going to guess no, and we're sorry. Might be. Early native settlements is demonstrated by archaeological artifacts and famous prehistoric piazza bird. <laughs> oh my gosh. Painted on a cliff nearby. They love this freaking bird. When we were pulling into the town, I remember seeing this this cliff painting and honestly it's it's older and the paint was peeling and stuff and what it looked like to me was like someone had painted something and then painted over it again and painted over it again it was very Mm -hmm. i'm like oh there's like i thought it was a person but it's definitely that part is a bird and then we start (laughs) to see this little symbol everywhere and turns out no it was just a really flaky person bird griffin thing oh e we'll we'll post a picture of this piazza i say piazza i don't know it's p-i-a-s-a yeah however (laughs) sorry alton it is an interesting choice Mm -hmm. is it your state bird (laughs) (laughs) no it's not anyway alton was developed as a river town in january of 1818 by rufus easton and he named it after his son oh Easton ran a passenger ferry service across the Mississippi River to the Missouri Shore, which is all of not very far. 
Yeah. It's very I close. will say we accidentally went over the bridge to Missouri and like it, it driving it turn. does whoops a daisy. <laughs> driving it doesn't seem very far, but like I bet it's pretty that was a pretty lengthy I, bridge. I guess. It didn't seem... Fun. Just standing there looking across the river, I'm like, that's Missouri. <laughs> We're just <laughs> right? looking at the edge of Missouri there. Yeah. Anyway, um, Alton is located... Where was I at? Yes. Alton is located amid the confluence of three navigable rivers, the Illinois, the Mississippi, and the Missouri. Alton grew into a river trading town with an industrial character. The city rises uh, steeply from the waterfront, which we noticed coming back into Illinois. I was like, God dang, like yeah, just a huge just rock a big face. Wall, yeah. Um, there's massive concrete grain silos and railroad tracks that are constructed right along the shore, which, yep, can't yes, miss it. Can confirm. Big old American flag paint on it says, Welcome to Alton. Yeah. <laughs> There are a lot of brick commercial buildings spread throughout the downtown area, and it was once the site of several brick factories, which makes uh, sense because Alton has an unusually high amount of brick roads. (laughs) Wait, you're saying they got rid of the brick buildings and made the brick road? No, that doesn't make any sense. I mean, there were brick commercial buildings spread throughout the town. It was used for, because they were moving agricultural and... Um, stone. I don't know. How to say. <laughs> I definitely okay. went Catan on you. Stone. Oh my gosh! Sheep. I love a sheep for your stone, please. <laughs> we we. <laughs> I love that game. Now I want to play it. You couldn't pay people to take sheep off your hands. I that it always ends up that way. <laughs> Just swimming in sheep. <laughs> anyway, so with the roads paved in brick, you'll they're very steep roads. Okay, they're hard to not hard to drive. It's just kind of weird to drive. You're like, my God, I feel like my car is going to pass out. Yeah, <laughs> I'm the climb. Right. We were in like an SUV and it was still a little stressful. Yeah. Well, with the lower part of downtown being right on the river and at the bottom of the hills, it makes for uh, really bad flooding in this area. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. And it's really messed up parts of downtown area and actually if you check out the large grain silos the one i believe it's the one with the american flag on it mm-hmm. you can actually see it's next to or near the argosi casino near the waterfront uh they have marked on it where different uh floods y- the years of different floods yikes yeah and the flood of 1993 is considered the worst of the last century oh so they had it too Mm -hmm. we had a flood uh terre haute indiana specifically where we're from we had a flood in 92 sure it was 92 not 93 i uh uh-oh here we go i know we're probably gonna gonna get a message from her mom i thought it was 92 because we were still babies oh i know we were babies but like it's funny that it was just apparently everybody got flooded right around then i guess yeah um and there's a picture of it on here as well i don't know i may we may share that too i'll have to remember picture bird flood bird flood so far that's what we've got Okay, moving on. Alton became an important town for abolitionists as Illinois was a free state across from the slave state of Missouri. So, lots of tension there. Like I said, more things legal in Illinois. Pro-slavery activists also lived there and slave catchers often raided the city because they're right on the border. Bunch of meanies? Gah. 
Yeah. Escaped slaves would cross the Mississippi to seek shelter in Alton, which there are parts of the Underground Railroad there. I don't. We'll get to that eventually. I don't know if it's going to happen today or not, but we'll <sighs> we'll touch on that at some point. Right. Um, they went through stations of the Underground Railroad, and during the years before the American Civil War, several homes were equipped with tunnels and hiding places for stations on the Underground Railroad to aid slaves escaping the North. And then on November 7th, 1837, the abolitionist printer Reverend Elijah P. Lovejoy was murdered by a pro-slavery mob while he tried to protect his Alton-based press from being destroyed for the third time. People... We had a very outspoken abolitionist, this Lovejoy. Yeah. And against slavery. Go you, Lovejoy. Mm-hmm. Yay. And yeah, people from Missouri would just come over and raid his stuff, wreck it, and eventually he was killed People by a mob. truly never change, do they? What? Yeah. He had actually <laughs> moved from St. Louis because of the opposition that he had there with people. That's He should nice. have moved That's a good. little Just bit a little further, bit further. <laughs> maybe. Anyway, he had printed many abolitionist tracts and, dist- and distributed them throughout the area, When one of the mob made a move to set the old warehouse on fire, Lovejoy, armed with only a pistol, went outside to try to stop him, and that's where the the pro-slavery man shot him dead with a shotgun five rounds through his stomach. That seemed reasonable. Mm -hmm. Then they stormed his warehouse and threw his printing press into the Mississippi. Jesus Christ. I hate people i do that's i hate people he's considered not one you of people the, not no. you listening <laughs> no. uh lovejoy became one of the first martyrs of the abolitionist movement because of this i mean as he should he went all the way to the end fighting trying to fight for what was right i mean eventually it played out you know but yeah it just sucks that that i don't know that freaks me out like a whole mob went after him that kind of like but he took him on by himself go go you love yeah, joy you know that's like my worst fear so i'm not gonna get into it but mm, yeah <sighs> oh god anyway that was in 1837 um in 1857 alton became the seat of a diocese of the catholic church Ooh. oh okay yeah a little backtracking there but go on there's a fun tidbit (laughs) and then on october 15th 1858 a year later alton was made was the site of the seventh lincoln douglas debate so that would be stephen douglas and abraham lincoln yes and what were they debating you ask hmm well the 13th amendment wow Mm -hmm. topical so congressional representatives came to alton after they drafted the 13th amendment of the constitution to permanently end slavery if you're not sure what that is uh then alton the alton resident and u.s senator lyman trumbull his, he was also the chairman of the Senate Judiciary Committee. What a name, though. Yeah, well, he helped co-wrote, he co-wrote the third, 13th Amendment. Okay. Mm-hmm. His home in Alton is now a National Historic Monument. And there's actually two really big statues of Lincoln and Douglas of what they would have looked like during these debates that you can see in Alton. Okay. So big moment there is actually i'm not going to go off on this but i read a little bit into the lincoln douglas debate and it was one of the most heavily published at the time 
um, debates. Yes. Mm-hmm. And it was a big deal. And the Douglas actually won the electoral votes. I was going to say Lincoln. But Lincoln won the popular vote by almost 40,000. Oh, well, that's how that's mm-hmm. the electoral college for you. Yeah. But I think Douglas got 54 electoral votes and I think Lincoln got like 47 or something, yeah. even though he got the popular vote. Crazy Ain't stuff. that just the way? But it's okay because we wanted <laughs> Douglas was for the Democratic Party at the time and Lincoln was representing the Republican Party. Not that the, those I mean, are not I, the same as they this are is today. 1800s. Yeah. Democrat and Republic, Republican. So, yeah. None, none of it is even, <laughs> doesn't reflect anything today. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Just forget everything you know on it. What does Democrat and Republican even mean anymore? I feel like everything is so. <sighs> Just I'm, we're not okay. Just what? be a person with your own beliefs. How about yeah. that? Oh, here we go. Here's a little bit more about that era. Just two weeks into the American Civil War, Alton played a role in the infamous Camp Jackson affair, which led to the eviction of Missouri Governor. Uh, why is this so hard to say? Claiborne Fox Jackson from office. What was a name like Claiborne? Get him out of there. Yeah. I like really stutter. <laughs> Sorry about that. Anyway, the state of Missouri's neutrality was tested in a conflict over the St. Louis arsenal. I don't, I'm not going to veer off into that. I'm not going to tell you what all the details on that, but the federal government reinforced the arsenal's tiny garrison with several detachments, including a force from the second infantry under captain Nathaniel Lyon. Ooh, ah, Nathaniel. Wow. Anyway, concern. Oh, that scared me. My God. <laughs> You're light. I don't know why I'm so jumpy. I don't know. Goodness sakes. Uh, more in- interesting information. It's always these weird little towns that they have something cool. The first penitentiary in Illinois was built in Alton. How do we always find these things? Why? Mm. Why? And it's very close to the, the riverfront and those silos it's on the corner with a, only a few blocks left remaining it's like these little i don't even know if you could call them blocks uh, yeah they've got signs up on them but it's just a bunch of concrete standing there with signage <laughs> right and it says that where did I, uh, <laughs> oh it once extended nearly to church hill whatever church hill is in alton um During the American Civil War, Union forces used it to hold prisoners of war. Around 12,000 Confederates were held there at the time. Now, this prison was not meant to hold 12,000 prisoners. No. By any stretch. No. (laughs) The cells were really meant to hold, like, what, four, I think? If that. And they were squishing in probably nine to ten people in a four by... Four oh, by seven. Four by seven cell. Yeah. Nine to ten people to a cell. Well, you know what? They pro- they deserved it. So. It was the Confederates. I mean. No, 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 no. <laughs> then the during the smallpox ec- <laughs> during the smallpox <laughs> epidemic, I'm just tripping over my words now. During the smallpox ec- epidemic, I thought you were just gonna say I'm just over here tripping. Well, like, I'm just tripping. <laughs> In 1863 to 64, an estimated 1,500 to 2,200 men died in this prison. 
Whoops. And there was a mass grave made on the north side of Alton that is now known either as Smallpox Island or you can look it up as McPike Island. Mm-hmm. That's right on the riverfront. They just dumped all these people in there and they said, whoops. And I, I mean, they had enough <laughs> bricks to go around to drop them. I don't mm-hmm. know. Rip in peace. And when the prisoner, when the Confederate prisoners escaped, they tried to cross the Mississippi River back into the slave state of Missouri, where they felt more comfortable. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now we've got a new visitor, Miso. I know. Listen, my cats are something. Goodness. All right. Now we're moving into the 20th century. Just a couple more fun factoids. Okay. Uh, the world's tallest man is from Alton, Illinois. Yep. He stood at 8 feet, 11.1 inches tall. Yeah, there were pictures he was Mm -hmm. terrifying, not to be mean. Just (laughs) Just colossal. This man at his heaviest weighed 491 pounds, but he wasn't a big guy in that sense. He was over 8 feet tall. He was almost Almost 9 feet tall. Yeah, less than an inch short Mm -hmm. of 9 feet tall. Didn't... Didn't we learn he was uh, 45 pounds by uh, his first year? Yeah, his first, he was born eight pounds. And by his first. Started all right. mm -hmm, By his first birthday, 44 pounds. And by his fifth birthday, he was uh, five Five feet, eight inches tall. Yeah. By five years old, y'all. What? That's horrifying. (laughs) Terrifying. What kind of growing pains did he have? Truthfully. I can't imagine. He was probably miserable, honestly, in his last years, for sure. He's buried in the Oakwood Cemetery, and the earth over his grave has actually been raised so visitors can compare the length of his grave to other people's. It's kind of cool. I don't know if it's, like, not disrespectful, but a little mean, but I don't know. Well, if you check out, if you want to see just... If you, it's hard to picture, if you check out College Avenue, there is a replica statue of him, a life-size statue. I was looking for it, you know, I didn't see it. And but. his chair, a custom chair that he had made. Oof. Well, a replica, not the actual chair, but right. statue, replica of the chair. In 1937... What was, did you say his name? I thought I did. Let me. Oh, no, I didn't. I'm sorry. I just said the world's tallest man. His name was Robert Perishing Wadlow. Yeah. Wadlow? Wadlow? I think wa- Wadlow. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Anyway. And not, ni- I said 1937. Excuse me. In 1954, I'm looking at the wrong date. The city of Alton was named one of the three finalists for the location of the United States Air Force Academy, but they lost out to Colorado Springs, Colorado. Okay. Another fun factoid. I wonder um, if they did that for the elevation. I don't want to get all technical, but like, what did you say it was for? For the. It was for the United States Air Force Academy. This is silly. Air Force up in there, elevation, getting used to it. Mile high. Well, that's Denver. But I wonder if they stuck them in Colorado because they're like, let's get you as high as we can to get your lungs ready. <laughs> I don't know. It sounds like science to me. I don't know. I mean, I don't know why they would have made the top three finalists. Like, what was so appealing about it, I guess? I don't know. I don't want to start singing, but maybe wide open spaces. <laughs> oh, Lord. Yeah. I don't know much about military, so I don't know what would have appealed to the military about Alton, Illinois. Yeah, except for 
maybe they just had the space for it. Well, I don't we know. saw that. Gi- well, no, that wasn't in Alton. I was going to say there was that giant like we're like, is that a penitentiary or military? Mm, oh, yeah. Volcano Lostos. I don't know. Going back to that flood in 1993, the Great Flood of 93 is what they called it. Yeah. They actually cut off Alton's water supply because of the flooding, and they had to be supplied with water for more than three weeks. Yikes. From uh, local businesses, including Anheuser-Busch of St. Louis. They helped donate to the people of Alton, so good for them. I'm glad they mended things up. And then... We'll go ahead and jump to the 21st century and we'll wrap this up for just all the fun factoids. Some of the fun factoids I could, there's more I could have covered, but right now here in the 21st century in 2021, just last year, voters in the city elected David Goins as Alton's first black mayor. Um, uh, <laughs> thoughts, feelings. Finally. I don't know. Yay. Like, yay. Yep. So that that covers it. There's a couple of other notable people of the town besides the first black mayor and the tallest man, uh, world's tallest man. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's famous murderers there. Ooh, yeah. Dick Burwell was a pitcher for the Chicago Cubs. Uh, there's jazz musicians. There's NFL player. There's a whole list of people. Like I don't. Alton's just spitting out all these really interesting people. I guess. Yes. Uh, Elijah Lovejoy. Can't forget abolitionists indeed people like that so that's going to cover just the general history of alton lots of rich history lots of things going on um there's just so much so small like i guess right i feel like we only saw just pieces of it it seems like there's so much more that we missed Mm mm-hmm but like I said, we got bombarded when we got there. We were not we were not ready. <laughs> right. So tell us a little bit more about the haunted places of Alton that apparently it's just crawling with these. Right. So I will say so we we are doing this in two parts because truthfully we we went, we experienced, we have our stories of what little we were able to like scratch the surface of and so the reason why it's in two parts is also because in the near future i believe we're planning another visit to alton yeah. to like get a more immersive experience yeah we with just, the things we did not get to do oh yeah because we went there with an idea of what we i think we said in the beginning we went there with the idea of what we were going to investigate and did not anticipate being handed several other i was handed a hand-drawn map (laughs) yeah they're like oh you have to hit this up and then check this out and while you're there look at this i just heard who's good with directions and then he drew like a city map for Mm -hmm. me (laughs) so pretty much not city map haunted city map but Mm -hmm. i'm jumping ahead Mm -hmm. so we went (laughs) the place that struck our fancy that made us (laughs) decide that we wanted to go is kind of funny it's called it's a little like holistic shop you yeah. know like tarot cards and crystals crystals and incense and blah 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 mm-hmm. called it's raining zen which <laughs> i was like that's pretty darn clever, clever. i want to go just for the name right. and that's i'm telling you that's what we saw like we knew of mcpike mansion but it's raining zen was like we have haunted things come ask us about our haunted things and we're like we will do that we're on our way yes yeah, so we did that 
And little did we know, when we walked in, so first of all, it's raining. Zen is like in a building that used to be a hotel, right? Yes. It mm-hmm. used to be a hotel, now turned, it said antique mall. Yeah, like that's a, a shopping mall. That's kind of, mall. Con- I would not say antique mall. I would just say a vendor mall. Yeah. I, and I mall don't was even, a loose word. Yeah. When they said shopping mall or like a strip mall, it's not even that. No, I, it is an interesting experience. <laughs> we'll get there. We'll get to it. So it's raining zen is what drew us in. We don't even get to walk into its rainings, and we see skeletons and da- dancing skeletons and weird macabre-looking stuff, and we're like, "What is this?" Hello. Yeah, and we creep down a hallway of, oh my gosh, what is the bu- What was the building? Mineral Springs. Well, it's Mineral Springs, but it's the asylum shop. Is that what it was called? Uh, I think so. I feel oh, terrible now that I can't. No, can't I have his card on me, and I didn't bring it with me. So why in the world am I suddenly? You would think I would have put this down, or I would have grabbed. Yeah, I. He gave us his card, and I forgot to bring it with me. So whoops, Daisy. Gosh darn! <laughs> I'll look at the up asylum while shop. I'm like almost certain <laughs> it's called the asylum shop. Just look that up while I'm talking really slowly to the people listening at home. Okay, I'm <laughs> typing as fast as I can. Okay, well, while she's typing, we see these skeletons and stuff drawn in. We hear this guy talking in the background we make our is it what is it the soul asylum the soul asylum <laughs> yes. you know what it's very close the soul asylum this did not come across the radar when looking at its raining zen mm-hmm. so interesting right so the we're one like that's the, more focused on paranormal yeah, so we see the soul not. asylum we're like we're gonna creep in there for a second and then go to its raining zen and little did we know what we were walking into when we went into the soul asylum because like i said we ran into this guy his name was dave Mm -hmm. and he gave us the rundown of the city that we were not this is when we realized we were like way uh sort of underprepared Yeah. yeah and so that's kind of like setting the tone is we just walk into this random little shop on on the Alton Strip, whatever street it is, like broad, it might have been Broadway. It's Broadway, mm-hmm. and we get oh, have you hit up this place? Check out this one. Check out this one. Make sure when you go around the grain silos, you hit this place up, and then you'll want to take this tour and do. Th-. I was like, what? Oh God! <laughs> yeah. So what I'm gonna do is touch base. I'm gonna come back to our visit with its raining zen and the Soul Asylum, but to go in the same vein with the town history going with the haunted history we're going to cover the places he mentioned and then some Mm -hmm. so most of my information is coming from probably little snippets of what i remember from the conversation with him (laughs) truthfully and then riversandroutes.com okay which it just sort of seems like any city that kind of runs along the river it's just like a tour guide it's okay i did come across that when i was looking for stuff on just alton in general Yes, and so to once again give you an idea of how just normalized haunted things are there, this is riversandroutes.com. Its purpose is not for spooky things. It's to tell you what you will find along the rivers and routes. Cool. (laughs) Yeah. Neat. It starts with 
A sordid past of murder, war, death, and destruction has led to Alton's haunted present. Whoops. <laughs> I know. So we're starting very strong Goodness for like a sakes. tour guide. Yeah. Through the years, many travelers have investigated and inquired about the unexplained happenings and psychic phenomena found throughout Alton. Several locations that are noted to be extremely haunted, including the infamous McPike Mansion, the First Unitarian Church, and Milton School, have been featured on television shows such as the Travel Channel and Sci-Fi Channel. Mm-hmm. We'll, we'll come back to that. Okay. <laughs> I don't know if you're going to say it now or not. We'll wait. We'll wait, yeah. Mark Twain once refer- referred to Alton, Illinois as a, quote, dismal little river town, but little did he know what more Alton was. This small river town has now been named one of the most haunted small towns in America. Yay. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm, I, but I don't I'll know. Be, I, I roll my eyes that we you do, can't yes. see with my voice. I'm rolling my eyes. <laughs> because, like we've said, we've heard this a million times, but to back it up, kind of true. Alton may be on to something for once. Yeah, we walk, Like I said, we walked into this little quote-unquote antique mall and there was a just it was like a school presentation board it was kind of i don't know who (laughs) did it uh but it did say it's like one of america's most haunted towns and i was like what in the world like we're really (laughs) that's the first thing we saw and then we realized there's just haunted signs everywhere Mm -hmm. but anyway so it's one of the most haunted small towns in america could this be because of the history of death, disease, violence, the Civil War, the Underground Railroad? Or has Alton simply been deemed one of the most haunted towns because of the ghosts and hauntings that regularly occur? That's a weird way to put that, but or I don't yeah. know. Well, Do they occur because of the things listed previous? I, that's, right. Anyway, <laughs> so we're setting up. They've set the scene for us. First, we will cover the most infamous, I think, place the the place that we've come across mm-hmm. multiple times in our research just haven't gotten a chance to go yet the mcpike mansion yeah. yay alton's most haunted house built in 1869 then the notorious mcpike mansion has been featured on several television shows and investigated by numerous paranormal investigators who have found the haunting of the mcpike mansion to be authentic wow the original owner of the mansion was henry guest mcpike the McPike family owned 15 acres of land, which they called Mount Lookout Park. Okay. Yeah, I, I'm like, that's a little pretentious. <laughs> like, I don't know. It just seems a little pretentious. If just I bought land. Look out. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to name my yard. I don't know. It's 15 uh, maybe, acres. Chill. Okay. <laughs> maybe it's just me. Uh, let's see. The house has not been occupied since the 1950s. Before weather and vandals brought extensive damage to the structure, it was a regal addition to the Illinois town of Alton. McPike Mansion today is owned by Sharon and Greg Ludke, Ludke? Mm-hmm. I think Ludke, <laughs> who have been trying to nurture this great house back to its regal state. When they purchased the house, they had no idea wh- that it was haunted. Now people see orbs, balls of light, even figures of people in the background of pictures taken at the mansion. Some claim the haunts date back to the property before the mansion was even built, with detections of Native American ghosts, our favorite. 
and a residue from a possible underground railroad stop. Oh, yeah. So we haven't come across the Native American burial ground or whatever for a while. We haven't. That's true. I think we've been avoiding it, too. (laughs) And once again, given like all the names around Alton and like them saying the potential residue of the Underground Railroad, there is literal evidence of the Underground Railroad there. There is very strong evidence of like heavy Native American presence in this area. So like... Once again, they're laying claim to this thing that lots of people do, but it tracks here. So we're not mad at you. Uh, Other mysterious stories include servants of the building, a cook in the kitchen, and the strange death of a woman in the bathtub. Mm, It's always the bathroom. Where where the water, man. Where the water (laughs) is. I don't know what to tell you. The cellar has been a focal point. No, you know what? I skipped a part. I got very excited. Oh, okay. (laughs) Some even believe that Eleanor and Henry McPike still roam the corridors of their former home. Ooh, that's the part I skipped. Oh, okay. (laughs) The cellar has been a focal point of many energies felt in the mansion. This grand old house is thought to still house many of the spirits that once lived there. Ooh, spooky. (laughs) So, as stated before, we have not gone to go gotten to go to the McPike mansion yet. It is usually yet. It is it's usually booked up a lot of places, a lot of places we've been really wanting to go but haven't gone yet is because there I was recently looking when we were researching places to go at I'm not going to say where, but you can book these paranormal investigations. I scrolled like a week ahead two weeks at three weeks ahead i was like okay this is dumb i jokingly scrolled forward i think like four or five months ahead there was not an open investigation available until five months out yeah that's a problem and also i feel like a lot of paranormal tours investigations that are offered have cut down on as many as they do because of the pandemic that was really hard for us well that and the amount of people that can do these investigations, especially if they're like public and not private investigations, like before they're, they're, I mean, I'm sure they still had caps on the number, but maybe now instead of allowing 30 people on the investigation, they're only allowing 10. Right. Right. So it fills up much faster. Yes. Yeah. It's been, we've been eyeing the McPike mansion for some time and just cannot get an in. <laughs> it's right. really hard. We're going to try our best. Next, we're going to cover the First Unitarian Church. Okay. The First Unitarian Church was built in 1830 and was first called St. Matthew's Catholic Church. 20 years later, the church burned to the ground. Oh, whoops. Whoops-a-daisy. The Unitarian Society purchased the land and rebuilt a church for themselves. So, like, peace out, Catholics. I don't know. <laughs> Bye-bye. An- another fire occurred in 1901, burning the church down to its foundation Yet again. No. So it wasn't just, they weren't targeting the Catholics, just religious people. Okay. The church that stands now was rebuilt in 1905. That's still a long time for a church to stand. Yeah, that's old. Right. Well, considering, so it was originally built in 1830. It was burnt down in 1850, rebuilt again, and then I'm not sure how long it took them to rebuild it, but it was burnt down again in 1901. So like... 50 less than 50 years now we're looking at 117 years so keep on keeping on (laughs) 
Reverend Philip, Reverend Philip Mercer became a well-respected preacher at the Unitarian Church at the young age of 18. That oh. would never happen nowadays. Wow. They just don't, you know, young people just don't know what they're talking about. <laughs> silly, silly children. I bet he stole the preacher. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yikes. Uh, moving here from England, he had a way of speaking in his sermons that made people from all over come to hear him preach. I'm going to guess it was the accent, but that's just <laughs> me. <laughs> I mean, it, I just call it like I see it. I'm sorry. On n- one night, on night, haha, one night in November of 1934, he found himself ill. Shaking and unable to speak properly, he went to visit a friend, James McKinney, which maybe McKinney is just a popular name back then, but that sounds very familiar. Yeah. Uh, have we been to like a cemetery with a name I McKinney? guarantee we have. Something like that? So, something. I think mm-hmm. so. Let's see. McKinney did something. Oh, after a few days of not seeing Mercer, McKinney went to the church to check on him. Mercer was found hanging in the doorway of the minister's study. Yikes. No good. Which, and that's rough because, like, taking into account what you believe, some religions, that that's a no-go. Like, you... Right. That's it. You don't get to go. Mm -hmm. Sorry. I don't know how the Unitarians feel, but... Yeah. Yeah. Since the Reverend's death, there have been reports of voices and shadowy figures coming from the basement of the church. The piano seems to play itself sometimes, and doors open and close with no explanation. Mm. We went to a church a while ago that was over 100 years old, I believe. Mm-hmm. I, I'm just saying, like... I'm trying to remember can, what, where you're talking about. I'm not, what, what one did we go to, silly? The main, the big one that we went to all the time. Church? Church, yeah. Am I crazy? Have I, oh, uh, mm. Come on. No, I'm not saying, I'm just saying like the creepy vibes of church. Okay, okay. Like the church that we grew up in oh, is what I'm I saying. Oh, I thought you meant we visited Gosh. a high church. No, I'm, I'm like, not talking no about idea. any specific <laughs> experience. I'm just saying yeah, it's talking church. about like the piano playing by itself, seeing shadowy figures in the basement of, this, of the church. Yeah. Doors opening and closing on their own. I don't know what it is about churches, folks. Even when we were real deep into it and going to church every Sunday and morning and evening and Wednesdays and all taking mm-hmm. on, whatever, something was very unsettling about the church. And our church was over a hundred years old. Mm-hmm. And it just, I don't know. Like <laughs> when there are not people in the church, the vibes are not good. Yes. And maybe that's just me. Maybe that said something. Uncomfy. I don't know. Maybe there's something deeper here and I need to go back to therapy <laughs> and talk about it. But like it gave no. me some uncomfy vibes. No, so, I agree. I, I did not like, especially at night, like after the basement, the basement, especially service. going, remember the basement and going up back where like the nursery area and stuff. Ew, yeah. Yes. Creepy. Ugh. Creepy. Sorry. To those of you that know what church we're talking about, it was creepy and you have to admit it. Yes. Yeah. God, I forgot about the nursery area. I like vaguely remember it. Ugh. Yeah. Well, um, because unfortunately that building is no more. It's, yeah, it's gone. But we digress. Next, because of course there is another notable location, the Milton School. The Milton Schoolhouse was built in 1904. There was a lot happening in the early 1900s, really booming. Mm-hmm. And was up and running successfully <laughs> until its official close date in eight or nineteen eighty six. So okay, good run, yeah, eighty two years. 
The school served as the main school. Man, school, they don't make schools like they used to. Oh, God. <laughs> schools today can't make it 50 years. Anyway. Uh, the school... <laughs> This school served... I'm sorry. Listen, so many topical things. I can't help myself. I know, I know. This school served as the main school in Alton until its close. After the school shut down, it became a factory for Intaglio Design. Sounds good. Okay. Since then, other businesses that have taken up residence... Since then, other businesses that have taken up residence in this building... They, that was not correct on their part. That was not a me error. Other businesses have been in the building. There. There. The story of its haunting came about when the story of a little girl, Mary, started circulating the area. One day after school, Mary was fish- finishing up a seasonal bulletin in her classroom while everyone else in the building had left for the day. As the, So wait, the student... Huh? I guess. Story of a little girl. Why was the little girl doing the seasonal See, bulletin is <laughs> a, continuity errors? Mm, yeah. I don't... What, who says, hey, everybody go home for spring break? Not you, Mary. <laughs> you work on the bulletin board. <laughs> <laughs> Keep working. And they just... I'm not, going home to my family. You stay here. Here's the keys. I'll see you next week. I don't know. See you Monday. <laughs> Bye. I don't know. Anyway, apparently little girl Mary was working on the seasonal bulletin in her classroom while everyone else in the building had left for the day. As the sun started to go down, she realized that she ought to get home before her mother worried about her. As she was skipping down the stairs towards the gymnasium doors, she heard a noise behind her. (laughs) The next morning, Mary was found... Ah! Mary... Gosh darn, these... It's, it's the bug truck. guy. Listen, thank goodness for mosquito trucks, because like <laughs> they love me. <laughs> so and make sure you sit at just a couple seconds longer in front of this house. <laughs> yeah, just hang around, go around the block a couple times. Okay, the next morning, Mary. So she was like, "I need to get home." Skipping down the stairs, going home, and she heard a noise behind her. The next morning. Oh. Mary was found in the girls' locker room, battered with blood all over her and her torn-up clothes. Mary. Right? When Intaglio Design took over the building years ago, they noticed that there were weird happenings in the building. They heard footsteps. Things started missing. Man, who wrote... What? Who wrote this? Things started going missing and then reappearing from the office, and one man even believes he saw the figure of a young girl. Was it Mary? Mm. I don't know. <laughs> Could be, maybe. So, all very interesting places. Bad news, we didn't get to touch them. There was so... We focused on other things, and, like, those are very notable. Yes. But, like, we went with, you know, a plan in mind. Those were not in the plan. We're like, oh, shoot. Right. And he was just like, oh, if you're hanging out, if you're staying for, like, a couple days, a day or two, blah, blah. And we're like, we're not. <laughs> we have lives. we got to go back to work. So unfortunately, we have today and today alone. Right. So we did what we could. We couldn't hit those places. No. And so th- there's, like, you know, good substantial stories for three places. Like, sometimes in some cities we have a hard enough time finding a substantial haunted place but that's okay because there's also the alton city cemetery the confederate cemetery and memorial confederate prison which is known as old alton prison elijah lovejoy monument first unitarian church Jacoby art center mineral springs malt plaza bird our 
Piazza Bird, Piazza Masonic Lodge, Rider Building, and Smallpox Island. Mm-hmm. All in this town of 22,000 people that are considered notably haunted. Yes. And this that place is, why, is no joke. No, that is why, like I said, very underprepared. I What did I just list off? 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14. I might have missed one. 15. Mm-hmm. 15 places on a site about it's things about you can see along miles, the river. If you're wondering. Alton is about 15 square miles. So you can hit a haunted location every mile. Yeah. Pretty much every square mile of this town, you can hit a haunted location. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, underprepared, overwhelmed. Yes. <laughs> so we went with the idea of going to its Rainings Inn, mm-hmm. which was a very cool store. Got, you know, sucked into the Soul Asylum. Mm-hmm. Which both are located in the Mineral this, Springs. This Mineral Springs hotel. Hotel turned, quote unquote, antique mall. We, I, like I said, this is why we're doing it in two parts, because I don't even know where to start with what we did see <laughs> and what we did do. So we're keeping this mostly information based in this episode, and we'll cover the ex- actual, we'll s- just focus on the experience in the next half. Mm-hmm. But I do want to say the Soul Asylum, I don't know. Oh my gosh, this big hoe. God, you jumped so hard. (laughs) I hate it. (laughs) She needs to shut her lips. I don't know who she thinks I'm talking to. Siri's done that to us before. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. Oh God, now I lost my train of thought. Oh, uh, so the Soul Asylum section of the Antique Mall, I am certain is haunted. We were pretty much led to believe that. But what's super cool about it is it is, it's a just a time capsule oh yeah of anything dark and macabre i know i've used that word already but it's true like it touches base on just alton history mm-hmm. and then as you go around it's like let's talk about the confederate prison the confederate like the war and everything that happened with that and then you go a little bit further and it's like we're gonna talk about oh what was the what is the word uh Oh, man. Oh, man. I forget I what it's called. It's <laughs> right can, there. I could see it in my in my mind's eye. Ah, dang. I don't know if I've... Let me see. Oh, for Pete's sake. Why are we like this? Just... Oh, my gosh. It ain't eugenics. Why in the world did that no. just pop in my head? Get out of there. No. <laughs> I don't remember what but it's called. But while I skip that, it goes on to, like... It's, it's just this catch-all little mini-museum that's really cool. Like, it shows you thing like, basically P.T. Barnum's, st- like, people that were a part of things like P.T. Barnum's traveling circus freak show thing. Right. Different d- th- ways to kill you. Torture devices. Torture devices. Uh-huh. There was stuff about, like, brothels. There were things about the plague doctors mm-hmm. and a whole section for just Ouija boards and stuff. Uh, haunted artifacts, haunted dolls, mm-hmm. uh, uh, the the cursed monkey's paw, like they have a bit of John Wayne Gacy's dirt from his home mm-hmm. in there. Yeah, and you can touch any of this stuff within reason if you ask and you are you know watched. Maybe we just got that privilege because people seem to like we're us. Res- <laughs> we're respectful, and I think yeah, oh, just- it comes off that way. And they're like, "You seem nice. Do you want to hold?" like gacy's dirt (laughs) yes you want to hold gacy's dirt yeah 
oh gosh, learning about maybe maybe I'll have to save it for the experience one, but learning about the torture devices. I we looked at those torture devices for an uncomfortable amount of time. I think he asked us two or three times, like, y'all okay? Because we were just in that corner yeah, reading. He, he came over, he's like, You still doing all right? <laughs> yeah, just reading about, you know, uh, like reverse hangings and mm, brazen, brazen bowls. bowls. We could do a tangent episode on different uh, torture, torture devices. devices now for now real. we're very learned. Oh yeah. So that's just haunted stuff aside. The so are you still thinking really hard about that word? Because I am. Yeah. I, While I'm talking, I'm know. trying to think of it. It's E C O. S O. esoteric something like that Hmm. you know what don't listen to us just that's where like the monkey's paw and the haunted dolls and (sighs) stuff were yeah Mm -hmm. i don't know oh they had the the fiji mermaid and the fiji mermaid (laughs) a mummified cat there's just like a lot going on yeah yeah talking about mirrors being portals listen this place was a catch-all and it was crazy and there's more coming oh yeah it's relatively new it just opened this year that's wild to me Mm -hmm. i don't know yeah because it seemed i mean it was a pretty cool thing so like i said haunted stuff aside if you get a chance to go go because it's very interesting stuff also the guy dave i think the owner dave Mm -hmm we'll tell you any haunted history you want to know about alton and that's how we learned we were in way over our heads oh yeah yeah we told him what we were there for and he's like oh so sure, you're definitely gonna check here. out all of these places right and we're like uh <laughs> so so foolishly we scuttled over to its reigning's end because that's why we came there in the first place and, and we after to like calm down yeah after hearing <laughs> everything and seeing everything and basically just walking into this crystal shop and nothing more it felt very no offense to, like it was a very cool shop but it was like man after all that the like how is this going to be haunted? Mm-hmm. So we just jumped straight to the chase and asked. I just sauntered up to the cashier. I was like, do you think this place is haunted? She's like, uh, yeah. She said, I know it's haunted. I know it's haunted. <laughs> very, very, like, stern. Just- oh, yeah. She's like, and I was like, oh, well, have you had haunted things happen to you then? She's like, uh, I've been here. I think I started in may and i've had at least three things happen to me already like mm-hmm. she's talked to she said like multiple times like regularly it's to her become sort of a regular occurrence because there are like hauntings there that she has claimed to have experienced and other people have experienced the exact same thing and they're like it's just sort of normal now yeah like it, it sounds silly but she said something along the lines of like feeling the presence of like someone is just like standing behind your shoulder like looking at you from behind you Mm -hmm. it's just a very real thing even if we've said this in past episodes if you don't get evps or pictures or whatever your feelings are just as valid they (laughs) really are everyone needs to hear it Uh. but your feelings are valid yes but no it's true like how you feel in a haunted location is just as viable as anything else mm-hmm. it is harder for people to believe because they didn't experience and you, you can't show them they mm-hmm. can't hear it they can't see it but like 
I mean, we might save it, but like we had some feelings while we were in the time that we were in the the shot. Yes. Good lord, the soul asylum. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I think it just depends on how susceptible you are, also how open you are to it. Yeah, yeah, that's like the girl at It's Raining Zen said, pretty much everyone that works there has had experiences, Mm -hmm. and it's just kind of understood. And Dave had mentioned that most shops around town believe that Alton is haunted, that everything is very haunted. He said there are some people who they don't believe it, and poo on them basically right like you can't help he's like the entire town thinks it is except for like those two people right so yeah whatever so we're already that was a lot that was a lot to take in we're already over an hour into just the information and that's why and we barely (laughs) i felt there's so much more you guys i know i feel like i rushed it and i feel bad because i especially with our our trip that we've already taken i feel like i just gave you the tiniest bit because i mean we tried after we learned we tried to hit up things like the confederate cemetery like smallpox island mm-hmm. and we're real like as we were driving around town we were basically it turned into us mostly mapping out our next our visit. next visit yeah. to alton mm-hmm uh, and then we ran into him when we got lunch, so... Yeah. <laughs> did was, he yell at you? Or? He did. So this is kind of embarrassing. I remember we were walking through the restaurant looking for the bathroom or something because they're like, just seat yourself. Looking for the bathroom. And as I'm turning a corner, I hear, hey, uh, what was it? Hey, paranormal nerds. And why did I, without even thinking, I turned around to see huh, who was... Because I was like, it's gotta be us. <laughs> <laughs> they're obviously speaking to us i know so like whoops like i don't that made me feel kind of dumb afterwards i was like this i thought just a random person said it and i turned around <laughs> like i was just very confident they were talking to us and they were because it was dave so right. <laughs> sorry about that it was embarrassing. i didn't hear what he said so i was like he, what are you he really said hey paranormal nerds oh and i turned around instantly <laughs> It's uh well that makes me feel even dumber because I think I just turned and went oh hi. <laughs> like, I just, <laughs> I poked my head out around the corner and was like hey. <laughs> oh my god! Now I feel dumb. <laughs> no, it's fine. So no, I feel like yeah we just scratched like I told you about three places and listed off new twelve other places mm-hmm. and Megan covered history just a little bit of like i feel like we sort of like sifted through this real fast Mm -hmm. so for everyone's sake we're gonna split this up yeah we're gonna have to there's just so much but that means our next visit episode first of the month is going to be nothing but haunted experience well i think we'll probably just touch on a couple more history points right hopefully the next that would make sense if it would line up we've got some other places in mind but we'll see it would make you know more sense for them to line up that way right right yeah that's just don't be sad y'all it's there's more to come on alton illinois if you're from the alton area we would love to hear what you guys think about it right and Hopefully you all enjoyed this episode, even though it was, you know, 90% information, because this is like 
one of the wildest towns I've been in. And maybe right. to people that live in Alton, it's old news and it's kind of boring. But I'm like, literally every every road you turn down, there's something weird. Like, oh, yeah, we had the world's largest man here. And oh, yeah, like... We, we had, had the first penitentiary in Illinois. and Yeah, and just a lot. Mm-hmm. Lots and lots happening. You... You have to make it at least a two-day trip. I feel like if you're going to go make make a weekend of it. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. So much. Or if you live in St. Louis, just pop over, I guess. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> if you live in the area. Okay. So, that's a that's, lot. Yeah, that's <laughs> going to cover the history of Alton. So, check out next. It's not going to be our next episode, unfortunately, because we got to cover other... We got... A whole laundry list of places, guys, to cover. We still want to visit again. Listen, give us time. We mm-hmm. need a breather. But the next first Thursday of the month, uh, that would be ugh, August. My God. Uh, the first Thursday in August, we'll revisit Alton and let you know how our visit went. Yeah. Our haunted experience, if you will. Yeah. All right. That's going to wrap it up. And then next week... We get to see, God, we're going to be in Florida. I'm sorry, I don't mean to say it like that, but we're going to be in Florida. We'll try to keep, I will try to keep the Florida man to a minimum, but I can't, you can't help it. I almost want to just start and end the episode with a Florida man story, but. Oh gosh, that might be good. We'll see, we'll see, we'll see where the uh, spirits take us. Oh, (laughs) okay. All right. That's all. We'll see you next week. See ya. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening. Mixing, editing, and music is by Kelsey Ingram. Our cover art is done by both of us. Visit our website at orsotheysaypod.com. You can find links to our Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok all at orsotheysaypod. If you would like to donate and have access to all of our evidence from our investigations, please visit patreon.com slash orsotheysaypod. You can donate as little as $1 to hear EVPs, watch haunting videos, and see photographic evidence we've captured during our travels. You can also give a once-off donation to our PayPal, which will be linked on our website as well. Merchandise can be found at redbubble.com people slash or so they say pod. You can find or so they say on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you stream your favorite podcasts. And when you do find us, please make sure to rate, review, follow, or subscribe. We and the algorithms will thank you for it. See See you next week. week.